second breakdown of everyone's favorite show. The place where we make as much fun as ourselves as other people. It's Geekstars. And welcome to episode 83, part 2 of Geekstars. I'm your host, Ed. I am I am your host, Shaw. <laughs> And in this part, we do releases of the week for video games and movies. It was a light fucking week, folks. And that's right. Oh, it was painful. <laughs> I'll be honest. It was painful. <sighs> Not our finest work. We tried. We tried. I mean, we, I think we got some laughs out of it. We worked with the material that they was given to us. Yes. <laughs> got to come up back a plan. It's like a, like a little push button. Like, punch out, Chewy. <laughs> <laughs> Punch out, Maverick. Punch out. <laughs> so. And, of course, Sean does give a review of a game. Well, uh, don't tell him. You'll hear it. Yeah. I was like, don't say anything. You're going to spoil it. It's like, hey, guess what? Bucky Barnes is Winter Soldier. Oh. oh. <laughs> is he? It's <laughs> thing now. <laughs> thing. Hey, what's up? Bucky Barnes is Winter Soldier. What? <laughs> People are going to be super shocked. Speaking of, I've, I'm, I'm one episode now behind on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Are you? Yeah. I saw the, you know, Cap America Aftermath episode. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, it was kind of cool. I don't know where it's going to go now. Like, Oh, you, the next week, you, you've got a guest star that you're going to appreciate. I have a guest star that's going to appreciate? Mm-hmm. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson? No. Uh, Chris Evans? No, no, none of the Marvel Universe first people. A brand new character. Oh, the cellist. No. No? No. Who? Pat Oswald. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Uh, it wasn't a big shock. I mean, I'm a fan of Pat Oswald's Facebook page, and it's pretty much like, hey, guess who's coming up on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I, I always liked him, so I'm, I'm like, perfect choice, because I was like, okay, well, the cellist, you know, um, Agent Coulson's girlfriend is played yeah. by Amy Acker, who I know from Fred from Angel. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right. I mean, she, I know she also is like, I don't know if she's doing double duty with a uh, person of interest either. Because hmm. she's on that show as well, yeah. so I don't know if her character—I don't know what happened to her character in Person of Interest, or if it's a one shot. I mean, not like she's a regular on Person, yeah, of, Person of Interest. Right. She comes and goes, but it's still like, yeah, all right, you know, she, she just working actress. Yeah. I'm more interested in seeing you know when Maria Hill comes back. Um, Colby Smol- Colby Smolders, yes, is perfect name for her because really? she is smoldering sexy. <laughs> like, I mean, it's it's she's not. I wouldn't say she's like over the top gorgeous, mm-hmm. and I'm not like you know like breathless when she walks into a room, <laughs> you know. But I go, wow, she is like really attractive. Like she's when she's on screen, she smolders. Like mm. she's got that low fire that you just kind of like, man, with the right character and sex her up just a little bit. Yeah. I, I think she could be like, bam. Like as far as I'm concerned, she should have been Wonder Woman. Yeah, I'm a nice Wonder Woman. I mean, I know people are going, well, she's under contract with Marvel. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I mean, it's better. I think it's a better choice than Gal Gadot. Yeah. It, might, it was funny when we, Dad and I were watching the uh, Sif episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. You know, because she's on all that outfit. That's like, she'd make a good Wonder Woman. I was like, well, funny enough, a lot of people thought that she'd be good for it. Yeah. But I was like, I think it's one of those cases where you already see her as that role. So it's easier to accept her to take Wonder Woman. Yeah. I don't think it's much of an acting challenge at that point. Right. True. Like, she's like, oh, I'm already kind of like Wonder Woman-esque anyway with Sif. So 
Yeah. As an actor, there's no real range to it, I guess. Yeah. Except being the, you know, focal point of the whole movie. It's a Greek Greek guy instead of a Norse guy. Yeah. So I mean, I was like, but I think the, I told that I was like, I kind of call it the comfortability factor. It's like when you hire Robert De Niro for something, you kind of know what you're going to get, and you buy it a lot quicker. Yeah. There's, there's no hard sell. Like I think when like Iron Man, when you know Robert Downey Jr., I think people had a real hard time going at, it and they had to have faith in John Favreau to go to know. I know what I'm doing. Right. And I think now, thanks to the internet, everyone's in a fucking expert for some reason or another. I mean, ourselves included. I mean, like, I, I mean, I'm sure there's people out going there going, I think Gal Gadot's going to be awesome in it. And I'm on this camp of going, I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I really, I'm, fingers are crossed. I'm not even the wait and see camp, really. Really? Are nah. you completely against it? I'm not against it, but I'm not. I'm not for it. I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like on the, I'm like, eh, like, like I, I think people are going to. She's going to have to really impress me. That's what I'm gonna say. That's it. Yeah, she's going to have to hit a fucking home run. Yeah. Like I saw, like every once in a while, someone goes, "Oh, Gail Gadot's working out." I'm like, still, she's got skinny arms. Yeah. I mean, she needs to add at least fifty pounds on her. Yeah. I mean, just in just body fat, you know, and right. then yeah, and then you know, muscle what? it up, and then muscle it up because yeah. I'm sorry, you, she still looks like a twig. Yeah. A twig with muscles. Ugh. Yeah. Not sexy at all. People are like, well, Wonder Woman shouldn't have to be sexy. No, Wonder Woman has to be sexy. Yeah. I don't care what you say. I'm not being sexist or anything like that. Wonder Woman is the is the iconic female superhero. Yeah, like you want to be able to kind of go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, breast size aside, breast size aside. Yeah, that was a nice tongue twister. <laughs> um, for me, Wonder Woman's always been about the legs. Yeah, like the because they got the boots and the and the you know. I'm curious to see what they're going to do with the outfit. Yeah. You know, I'm always like... Oh, man, it would be worse if they put her in pants. Oh, I, you know what? I don't think Zack Snyder's going to do that. You don't think so? I, I don't... I don't. I think he's going to change the costume dramatically. I think, he'll, I think he's probably going to go with more like the like the new 52 look. Mm. She's still in the shorts, but I do think it'll be a darker color palette. Okay. I, I think that, like, you know, the red bustier, red, silver, and blue. Yeah. I think they're, they're going to go with that versus the... Bright blue pants or right with the stars. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or she might have a couple changes. Like I, I guess that I would be totally happy with like a gladiator skirt. Yeah, you know, work with that work because that's what they wore back in those times. They were warriors. I can see that. I mean, no one bitched about it when Russell Crowe wore it in Gladiator. Mm-hmm. So I can't see why people would bitch about with Wonder Woman wearing it. Yeah, you know that's the way. I, that's the way I kind of look at it. And he did it most of it shirtless. No one was being oh well back in those days. <laughs> <laughs> is that how they talk back then? Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's my that's my uh, impersonation of all those those internet nerds that think they're casting uh, casting agents. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you know you know factually Wonder guess what factually Wonder Woman didn't exist. Yeah, <laughs> so none round. of them do. <laughs> it's a magic movie. <laughs> so anyway. Um, yeah, so I hope you enjoy this second part, and we'll be back in a moment. <laughs> oh, the dramatic music. Wow. Yeah. Hey, listen to us, Geeksters, live on AquanetRadio.com. You can also find us on TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or iTunes Radio. Just for, search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. Why do you sound like you're talking underwater? <laughs> yeah. I was swimming. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so uh, welcome back, folks. Um, as normal, for you people who might be listening for the first time, welcome. Hi. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying the show as much as we are doing it. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> um, now it's this time part of the show where we do new releases. Yes. This is movies and video games that are coming out in DVD and Blu-ray this Tuesday, which would be the 22nd. Second. I don't know why the 25th was in my head, but all right. Um, so, all right, Ed, so what do you got? <laughs> well, it's a pretty light week, so I'm going to start it's off with a... Light a... week? Fuck, it was anorexic. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to start off with this gem. It's called Tyler Perry's Medea's Neighbors from Hell. Oh, good. Apparently, they never made it to uh, <laughs> uh, the theaters. theaters. It's direct to DVD. How oh, sad. <laughs> I, you know what? Maybe that's, uh, maybe that's kind of a good thing. Right. Maybe, you know... Um, I'm not saying I've never, I'm going to be honest, I've never seen a Medea movie. I heard they're funny, mm-hmm. but some, I mean, how many Medea movies are out there? Like a gazillion? I'm going to say a, a good six. It's kind of like an earnest movie now at this point. It, it, that's yeah, exactly yeah. what it is. It's got to be like six or seven or eight. I mean, fuck, I think there's more um, episodes of Medea than there are Star Wars at the moment. <laughs> I'm looking it up now. I know we looked this up before, but I can't remember what the answer was. Yeah. I'm just, I, I just, I, I don't, eh, I mean, I know that there's a, like, market for it, but I just, sooner or later, you gotta be tapping, like, Medea, we, they already did, Medea goes to, the, to jail, right. which Ernest went to jail. <laughs> I think she saved Christmas, too, like uh, yeah, Ernest next, does. I think Medea did a Christmas uh, did, did movie Did she go well. to the army? The- yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Uh, like, uh, <laughs> next thing you know, Medea will be teamed up with uh, what's uh, Shanene from Martin. <laughs> buddy, it's a buddy cop comedy. Mm-hmm. It looks like eight. 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 Eight movies. That's more than Nightmare on Elm Street. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not counting the reboot. I'm counting that there were seven Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Yeah. Then the reboot, but I don't count the reboot because I'm talking about the, the original Robert England set. That, right. Shit, it's coming close to the Friday the Thirteenth movies. Wow. I just, uh, Medea meets Jason. I mean, okay, let's think about it this way: um, the Bond movies. Yeah, the first eight movies were spread out over the first eight years, maybe ten years. Uh, yeah, it was close to a decade. Uh, Medea, what, maybe a month and a half. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be like every six months there's a Medea movie. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Because you got you have the I'm IMDb. Yeah. I, I I think Tyler Perry just likes to dress up as a woman. I, well, you know, look, I got no problem with that aspect. I mean, look, not no problem with it either. But I think that's like no, well, he's I mean, got a fetish. Yeah, but if you look, and at, he wants to show the world. I don't think it's that. I mean, Flip Wilson made a made a what do you call it? Go really way back to the sixties and seventies. Yeah. Flip Wilson used to wear a dress, you know, for certain jokes. Um, what's his face? Look at Klinger from MASH. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's been some pretty famous cross-dressing. I mean, I just saw a news article where they're actually going to make a Mrs. Doubtfire 2. I did see that. I'm like, really? Like, come on, Robin. You got, at stop, this point... Stop stealing my nerd news. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, just, you know, we're on the subject. The first eight movies were over 11 years, 62 to 73. Okay. There, there was a couple years in there. That okay, well, that's still the point. That's 11 years. How many years between the first Medea movie and the latest Medea movie? Five? I'm looking it up because yeah. I closed that mm. window. 
I mean, maybe he's just been around longer. But, I mean, the whole cross-dressing thing, I got no problem with. They made some really good funny movies with cross-dressing guys. I mean, Big Mama's House, I thought the first one was funny. Right. The other ones, not so much. 2005 to 2013. So eight Eight years. So one a year. It's about right, I guess. Um, But in the meantime, he's also done other stuff. I really liked the Alex Cross movie. Mm -hmm. And I think that it hurt. Because everyone associated him with Medea. Mm-hmm. Like, so many people go, I'm not going to see I'm not going to watch Medea. I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. You need to take that out of the equation because to really appreciate that movie, don't like, like, okay, I'll be honest. He ruined the first Star Trek reboot for me. Did he? Yeah. He's in the, the when Kirk's up getting chewed out for cheating on the Kobayashi Maru, He's one of the oh, panel. Oh, right, 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 right. As soon as right. I saw him, as soon as I saw him, I was like, it's fucking Tyler Perry. Fuck, I'm out of the movie now. <laughs> like, I literally, it took me out of the movie for that 10, 15 seconds that he was on screen. Mm-hmm. I was so into it. And it was so, like, it was like it, like a third of the way into the movie. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm like, it took me, like, a good 15 minutes to kind of, like, get back into the movie by watching these characters. Because I'm like, Medea's there? What the fuck? You know, but then when Alex Cross came around, I was like, okay, I'm not really too thrilled about him being Alex Cross because originally it was Morgan Freeman. But if right. you're going origin story, you need to go younger. Right. I was more impressed. I wanted to see it because of um, Matthew Fox plays the killer in it. Mm-hmm. And he's super jacked up. He's super jacked up. Tat- Sorry, what? I said, I'm going to have to see that because, I mean, I can't even picture Matthew Fox. It, because it doesn't look, look like, like Matthew him. Fox. Yeah. He is shaved head, tatted up, muscular. I mean, it is, he, and he, oh my God. he oh. plays a stone cold fucking killer in this mm-hmm. movie. I'm yeah. Googling this shit now because I, yeah, I mean, I did, when Alex, the Alex Cross film came out, I had no interest in seeing it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I haven't seen it, but now I'm like. Okay, Ty, you're saying Tyler Perry's really good in it, he, but then also hearing Matthew Fox because the only thing I ever associate Matthew Fox with is Lost is, or yeah, um, uh, Party of Five, yeah, <laughs> or Racer X. <laughs> well, okay, maybe for you, but to me, he'll—I mean, I never watched Party of Five, so to me, he'll always be Jack from Lost, you know. But then when I saw him in this movie, I'm like, holy crap! I mean, and it was also right around the time where he got into like a fight on a bus mm. for being drunk. And I'm like, I think it had like a lot of negative press with him in it, mm. but he was really good in it. And I thought, dude, I thought Tyler Perry was pretty good. He looks yeah, pretty. He looks complete. I never, because I mean, I remember Party Five was on when I was a kid, and I I hated that show. Like I actively right. avoided that show because I thought it was stupid. You know, so every time I saw Matthew Fox in anything, it it immediately turned me off. Yeah, I, I just. You know, but I thought the movie was good. But like, and then all of a sudden, like after that movie comes out, he goes back to the well of another Medea movie. I'm going, dude. You know what? This is the reason why Alex Cross fucking failed at the box office mm-hmm. because you had this opportunity to go. Because I walked out of that movie theater going, I'd see another one mm-hmm. with him as Alex Cross. Mm-hmm. I would because I thought he was he he played the role well. You know, and I was just like walked out and I was like my dad and I. I was like, you know what? Did not a, not a bad job. I mean, I wasn't expecting a lot because it's Tyler Perry. Right. But I'm willing to give him a shot. And I'm like, he did a good job. I would. The story was well enough for me to go, I'd see a sequel. Right. Like, if this was supposed to jumpstart a new franchise, I'm in. Mm-hmm. You know? But two months later, 
Medea saves Christmas or whatever. Right. And it was just like, fuck, dude, you had it. Yeah. You know, okay, yeah, maybe the movie didn't do a lot in the box office, but that's because you're Medea. <laughs> it failed, so you go back to being Medea. Well, think of it this way. It's always, is, is Alex Cross wasn't his. I mean, he was an actor. He was playing a role in the film, right? Right. Where Medea's his project, his mindset, like how he perceives kind of comedy because he had on TBS, and I haven't seen him in a while, so I don't know if he's still making him or not, was... Uh, a House of Pain and Meet the mm-hmm. Browns were two right. shows. Now he's doing a drama. It was like Tyler Perry Tuesday on USA. That's right. <laughs> TBS, yeah. And then uh, now he's doing like one on Oprah. It's, it's uh, I don't know the name of it, but it's some kind of drama that actually has uh, John Schneider in it. Oh, really? Bo yeah. Duke? Yeah, Bo Duke. Yeah, all right. I, I'm betting he's playing a black, a hate, a black hating white man. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I just saw the commercial for it. I'm like, holy smokes! Holy smokes! Bo Duke is still driving General Lee because it's a racial TV show. He's gonna he's be the a, only white guy in this show. <laughs> and he's gonna be a hillbilly redneck racist because it's on the Oprah Channel, the O Channel, <laughs> the Own Channel. Own, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I just uh, to me, I'm like, own, really. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. Let's go back 400 years. The OWN channel. Well, it's the Oprah Winfrey Network. I know, but OWN. Yeah. Come on. Nobody nobody caught that? No one said, um, Oprah, really? OWN? Do you really want to... Like, yeah. You want to keep drawing, bring that back? Call it the Harpo Network, because you know, that's yeah, her production, production company. company. Yeah. You know, at least Harpo, you can kind of get behind. And, you know, most white people know him as Harpo Marx, not <laughs> Oprah backwards, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which kind of makes me wonder, going, I wonder if Oprah's parents were Marx Brothers fans. I went, Harp, we can't call our kid a Harpo. Oprah! <laughs> <laughs> so, yay. Matias, neighborhoods from hell. Joy. <laughs> what else is coming out? Do you want to move on? Okay. Yeah. The Sorcerer is coming out. Oh, I never even heard of this movie. Neither have I. Yeah, no. So, so it's at the top of the list. I figured I better put it on. The reason why it's at the top of the list because there's nothing else out coming out. Okay, let me put it this way. You obviously did no research on this movie. No. I get to first start it's in it. Roy Scheider. All right. How long has he been dead? Uh, uh pretty long time. Yeah. <laughs> Bruno Cremier? Uh, yeah, let me see. When was this um, release date? And when was the movie actually made? Um, Looks like an oldie. Um, well, it just says 2014, so maybe it was one of those. Uh, it's a Willem Friedkin movie, too. I mean, he's at least a decent director. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, all right. Okay, what else is coming out? This is a double. It's uh, Get Carter. The 1971 original, and of course the Sylvester Stallone uh, remake. I saw the remake. Did you? Yeah, it was alright. I mean, I wasn't like, never having seen the original, my dad saw the original. He's like, it's kind of like almost shot for shot in a way. Yeah. I'm like, oh, alright. You yeah. know, it was okay, the movie. It was like, I. I, I Still, Michael Caine is the original, so. Yeah, I know, but still, that does, that's, I'm not. Doesn't a, help you at all. I'm not a big Michael Caine fan, so I'm not going, ooh, an old Michael Caine movie. Let me go watch that. You know, so, alright. What else? Chances are the 25th anniversary edition is coming out with uh, RDJ. Uh, okay, that's probably the right, you know. Yeah, let's, let's hop on the Robert Downey Jr. bandwagon. Let's get all his old movies, movies out. Movies out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Start putting them out on Blu-ray or DVD and see, you know. Yeah, all right. I, I saw that movie. It was all right. Uh, you know. 
like, from what I remember, it was kind of like a teen comedy. Uh, he was in love with like an, another chick, or you know, um, Sybil Shepherd. I think he was was he going after Sybil Shepherd? Maybe I don't know. Here you go. And chances are the irresistible romantic comedy of two lifetimes. Um, Sybil Shepherd stars as Cor- Corny Corrine Corrine Jeffries, a beautiful young woman whose picture perfect marriage comes to a shattering halt when her husband Louis dies unexpectedly. Oh, they're right away. He laughs and riot right there. Yeah. Fortunately, Louis gets a second shot in life when he agrees to be recycled back on Earth as a newborn Alex Finch, Robert Downey Jr. So it's basically uh, heaven can wait. Right. You know, um, but fate crosses Alex's path 23 years, 23 years later when he meets Corinne's daughter, Miranda, played by Mary Stuart Matherson, who's been off the face of the Earth since the late mid-90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... And suddenly flooded with a wealth of memories that all belong to Louis. Now, as Alex's former existence slowly comes to life, he must confront a wife who thinks he's dead, a daughter who could be his girlfriend and best friend, who's in love with... Uh, it's just... Ugh. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I kind of remember that in this movie, vaguely. Because I was... I think when, uh, well, now you can relive it. Tuesday. i got to be honest, no. <laughs> okay. Nah. I, you know... I wouldn't say it was in the height. Too many tears. No, it was. It wasn't really the heightest. Like it wasn't a great movie. I think. I mean, put it this way: during this time, I can think you can kind of tell this is, I think, post uh, six. That's um, what's the movie where he when it was all druggy? Uh, less than zero. Less than zero. Yeah. I think it's post less than zero. I think when he was in his drug crazy years. Because. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah. See how high he was, and chances are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, what else is coming out? The Mr. Magoo Theatrical Collection from 1949 to 1959. Wow, this is a really fucking thin week. <laughs> hey, there's a Betty Page film coming out. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I was actually more interested in the... Uh, I'm not even sure it's on the list, so I'll wait. You know, I'll be surprised if it's not on the list. Okay. Keep going? Yeah, good. Oh. Best of Raw, the after show is coming out. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> New Heart Season 3. Ugh. Doctor Who, the Web of Fear with the second Doctor. A little better. Yeah, sure. If I was born in the era of the late 60s, yeah. And... The two last two I'm going to mention, Spectacular Spider-Man Season 1 and 2 is coming out. Yeah, see, now that's, it's, right now, that's the only one on the list. And I'm like, all right, I might get that because it's the whole series. And then, uh, the, of course, the trilogy is coming out The uh, from um, Spider-Man 2 to 3 for... Um, well, that's that's the um, the Mastered in 4K edition. Yes. So, I mean, unless you've got one of those 4K laser disc or DVD players, you kind of skip that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, plus, they've been out for ages. Yes. In fact, yeah, because here's it's, a matter of fact, the regular four-disc Blu-ray set. I walked I walked by on Thursday. I had, to, I had to pick something up at Best Buy, and I walked by. And there's, they still have them on the shelf for, for sale for now. So you can get the previous release, and they're on sale at a good price. Yeah, I'm assuming that, yeah, okay, the um, the four-pack. Which, which movies are there? Because it's a four-pack of movies. Four-pack? Yeah, I'm looking here uh it's a four-disc set. Well, okay, it's Spider-Man, thing. Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3, 
I wonder if it's the uh, Spider-Man one, uh, two and a half, two point one. Oh yes, the yes, the re-cut. Uh, yeah, the recut version, which I I I liked actually a little bit more because mm-hmm. I had more fight scenes with him and Doc Ock. Yeah, out of those three, uh, to me, I think the second one's the best out of all three of them. Hmm. Have you seen any Spider-Man movies? I saw the first two. I didn't see the third. You one. You don't have yeah, to see I, I the, third the third one. one really? Yeah, no, and that's Ugh. and that's it. I I actually didn't really like the second one. That's part of the reason I didn't go see. It. Oh, blasphemy! Yeah, no. You know what? I, I have to agree with you. No, no. You know what? I like the first one better. Tell your opinion. Now, what did you like about it? What did you like more about? Well, see, it? I liked I like two point one better, like the for Spider-Man two. So that made it a little bit better. But I mean, just because of the origin story, just you know, to, to have him first time back on, you know, on screen. Uh, you mean, there's only time on screen. The first time, like really, to see him on. on the, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. Yeah, it's nostalgia version, but to me, it's like, like it's for the people who don't know the story of Spider-Man. Mm. It was a nice, faithful rendition of the origin story. Yeah. But I'm like, as a guy who watched Spider-Man and lived Spider-Man through his whole childhood, I know that that origin story is forever going to be burned in my memory yeah so seeing it on screen was nice but i'm like eh, i kind of know it like you know i like the green goblin i mean a lot of people didn't like the mask thing but mm-hmm. i thought it was like it was really the first movie that really had to deal with mask wearing characters i mm-hmm. mean at least with like you know yeah sure we had the batman movies but batman had a cow you could see his mouth you could yeah. see his jawline with spider-man and green goblin it was really the first movie that really had to find a way around the masks because mm-hmm. it wasn't you know because let's face it that's kind of like the we know we talk about blade being the thing that kind of helped marvel yeah but really the superhero the marvel superhero movies really kind of start off with spider-man in a way because you had a guy who grew up on spider-man was faithful to the comic and actually had to work around a lot of logistics on how are we going to use spider-man effectively with the mask how are we going to do green goblin with the mask now, can you think of there is because it was in two thousand and movie came out in two thousand and two. Two thousand eight. Because I remember the teaser trailers with the whole um, spider web between the twin towers. Yeah. You know, for spring coming next summer because the guys in the helicopter flying away and you're mm-hmm. when it pulls back and there's that giant spider web between the two towers. Right. Yeah. But I mean, before then, there's no real mask wearing superhero that covers the whole mask, the whole the whole face, mm-hmm. and especially with Green Goblin because. In the comic books, you can animate his mouth a little bit, mm-hmm. but how is that going to work on us, the big screen? Yeah, I to the I can't think of any movie prior to that that used the mask that had to come had to leap over the mask issue. Right, uh, Masters of the Universe with Frank Langella, a Skeletor. Yeah, but his. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, but his, it wasn't a mask, mask. But it was they. They had to use the the mask as because he was playing a skeleton. Yeah, but he, right. But Sean's talking in the whole because like you you figure at one point Marvel was, was mm-hmm. almost done, and then basically Blade kind of brought it back to life, and then this, the the plethora of movies after the fact mm-hmm. really brought him up back into a major so you're player. Talking, well, yeah, but like see, but yeah, but mask yeah, but like Frank Langella is like as great as that was. Mm-hmm. He's not the first person to mm-hmm. actually use prosthetics to yeah. talk. I mean, okay, you, I see what you're you know, saying. like yeah. Jack Nicholson did it for mm-hmm. Joker. Yeah. But I mean, we're talking about the actual like covering a person's face mm-hmm. to actually how do you convey emotion? How do you convey mm-hmm. reaction in a faceless mask? Right. I mean, the only movie that I kind of saw like V from Vendetta, I really liked how they used the mask yeah. with lighting. Yeah. You know, it's just it's a standard mask. But if you point the light downwards, it looks like mm-hmm. he's frowning. If you point the light up, it looks like he's grinning. Yeah. Yeah. 
But with Spider-Man, it's a red mask. You never got to see his... You never saw his mouth move. You never saw his eyes. Yeah. So a lot of it was in in motion. Like especially mm-hmm. that... There's that scene where Green Goblin drops Spidey on the roof. And they're having a, like a two, three minute conversation. Mm-hmm. And two guys in a mask. Yeah. You know, in masks. I mean, yeah, even though with... what's Because the reality, now, it's like... <laughs> right. Or even, like, what? Even with Green Goblin, I don't understand they, a word that's coming out of your mouth. They did do kind of like the mesh thing around his mouth, so you can kind of see his mouth move a little bit. Right. But for the most part, he had to tilt his head. He kind of leaned in. You know, he was more animated with his hands to yeah. kind of convey anguish or anger. Oh, Star Wars with Darth Vader. Darth Vader never had any emotion. That's not the point. Like, he still had to get the fact that, you know, he's evil motherfucker across. Yeah, I... But it was, it's I the same the, kind I of... I think the seven-foot-tall, walking in in black, pretty much uh, says, yeah, he's yeah. the villain. Yeah, and he's not a superhero. <laughs> well, neither is the Green Goblin. Green Goblin's bad, bad guy, too. Yeah, but we're not he's talking... Talk, he's talking about Spider-Man. No, but you're... He's you talking about keep going back to You keep going uh, back to Green Goblin. That's well, my Yeah, point. because I'm like, saying, because in that movie, they used that man. Like, Vader didn't have... You never saw Vader angry. You never saw Vader happy. Mm-hmm. You never saw... Like, even when Vader was talking to somebody, <laughs> you knew it was like... You, you, happy Vader. <laughs> hey, Luke, why don't you come on down and sit down? I'm your father. You know? <laughs> Let's grab some lunch. <laughs> Let's grab some lunch, some me time between father and son. <sighs> I have a kid. <laughs> Sorry about your hand. <sighs> Let me show you off to the clone troopers. <laughs> <laughs> this is my boy. I'm a proud <sighs> papa. <laughs> Let's take your son to work day. <sighs> <laughs> Which star shall we destroy? <sighs> <laughs> I mean, I get your point. I mean, yeah, sure. But he's not in the, in the history of superhero movies I wouldn't count Vader as like in the in the realm because also too it wasn't his voice in the mask it was well, James, no, or, I know James or Jonah Booth going what line yeah but it wasn't I'm your father the guy who the guy who played who did all the the acting for V for Vendetta that wasn't um uh, Hugo Weaving he did the voice but the, I'm talking like the action sequences like, they put his voice over the guy who actually did it. Okay. I, I, I guess. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, it was him behind the mask when he's standing talking to Natalie Portman. I didn't think there was a body double. I, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, you got me on that one. I thought, I mean, I thought it was him. Maybe him jumping around doing the fight scenes. I'm like, I would think he'd be okay to do that since he was doing the Matrix movies. Yeah. Let's see if it's, maybe it's one of those movie myths. That everyone thinks that he was doing it because of the Matrix movies, right? And he was just a voice actor. I mean, yeah, like he's pulling he, he some of the action movie sequences in, uh, in well, he didn't do too many, but in the Captain America, the first one, because he was the yeah. Red Skull. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I had heard that it was a different guy who did. It's possible. I'm not. I'm not getting the skin. I can't. Not this guy. I'm like, yeah. that's surprising. Yeah. Oh, you know what I found out too? Since we're talking about body doubles and stuff, have you been watching the following? Yes, I have. The twins, yeah, one actor. Get out! I, I get out! I swear to God, get it's out. one guy doing both roles. Get the fuck out! How awesome is that? Well, that, that makes it interesting. Yeah, I'm like, 
I can't wait. I can't wait because I I missed Mondays because I had a table because I you know things right. to do. But I can't wait to see it now. Look, like, I I always I I've never seen him in movie or movies or TVs before. So now I watch him going. Oh look, they got some really good twin actors. I mean, like look yeah. at Nicholas Brandon. He has a twin brother who's done some acting. Right. Um, you the guy. Um, well, the guy, another guy who played twins, but he's not, is the guy who was a Lone Ranger and uh, he was the twins in um, the Social Network. He doesn't have a twin brother, but he was playing both roles, but they're both kind of the same person. Yeah. In the following, it's one guy doing two completely different roles. Wow. And I'm like, holy mackerel. That's great. I was like, all right. Good to know. Uh, yeah, especially when there's some shots where he's beat the fuck up and the other one's all clean. I'm like, That's, like now I'm starting to go, oh, I can't, like, I didn't tell my dad yet. I'm like, can't wait to tell him that. <laughs> Anything? That's amazing. Everything I'm finding it either has him listed as the actor or voiced by Hugo Weaving. I'm not yeah. finding a separate actor who has a double. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he had a stunt double, but... Yeah. Uh, certain, certain things he couldn't do. Uh, maybe it's one of those movie myths. Maybe. You know? Maybe it's, you know, it's like one of those, like... Did you know, like... Uh, Ultimate Warrior, there, you know, the whole rumor the Ultimate Warrior died like in the late 80s, early 90s, and they had Texas Tornado take over for a couple times. Yeah. And then, ooh, Ultimate Warrior's back. You know, remember that old myth? Yes. Uh, yeah. Think he'll come back again? No, don't blaspheme the Ultimate Warrior, dude. That's just wrong. That's just wrong. Take a shot. <laughs> sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> All right, so what else? Uh, anything else on that list? That is it for DVD releases that uh, I uh, pulled up. So I'm sure um, you found some better gems. I gotta be I honest, it, there's nothing. I mean, I mentioned earlier. Um, looks like they're putting Phantom of the Opera, the Robert England version, on mm-hmm. Blu-ray, but it's regionless. So I think it's prop might be. I don't know if that's foreign market, foreign market or not. Because as great as DigitalBits.com is. There's a couple going. Well, is that? A... Well, see, when you get closer towards the bottom of the list, the digital bits, it is more for uh, international than uh, national. Yeah, all right, you know, but just like yeah, all right. It is a good movie though. So if anybody's thinking of picking it up, it's it's, it's it is it is really a good, good retelling of a classic story. Yeah, with really badass special effects mm-hmm. and blood and gore. You know, um, yeah, man. Wow, there is nothing. Well, there's a Steve Austin four movie collection coming out. What? What? Um, and you know what? Not the one I, and none of them the one I liked him in. <laughs> What'd you like him in? Uh, there was the one I always forget the name of the, the movie. God damn, I'm I'm so really piss poor today. Um, the one where he's on the island and they're doing like the the um, <clears throat> like a survival kind of TV show. Yeah. Uh, Survivor TV show, except it's like it's kind of like a little bit of Lord of Flies meets Battle Royal meets. Mm. Um, it was like his one of his first movies. And you're gonna have me IMDb it because <laughs> now I'm curious. The Survivorist. <coughs> Survival. <Sorry>. No, no. <laughs> it's gonna be like <laughs> Steve Austin. Uh, Steve Austin, the wrestler, self. Um, uh, the Condemned. The Condemned. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That nineteen two thousand and seven. It was him. Um, I'm looking here. Him, Vinnie Jones. Okay. It was really, really good. I was like, it was the first one I saw. I mean, I saw The Longest Yard, and he was like in it, but I'm like, eh, you know, it's comedy. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, the remake, the remake. And I'm like, all right, you know what? He he suit his role, and he didn't have a lot of speaking parts, so 
it wasn't like he wasn't carrying the movie. Right. So what he did, I was like, all right, I was entertained. But when I saw Condemned, it was like his first like lead role. And I was like, all right, I kind of like him. I mean, he's not as charismatic as, you know, Dwayne The Rock. Yeah. You know, but for for intimidating bad guy, perfect guy. Right. I mean, because he was also in Expendables as a... As, as a bodyguard. As a bad guy, yeah. yeah. You know? As the, a bad guy bodyguard. Yeah, and after we... Always the big joke... Uh, that on that set, on that scene, because it was Sylvester Stallone fighting Steve Austin, um, Stallone broke a couple ribs going through the wall. Yeah, you know, I remember that. And then what are you doing? I'm getting my ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Look at Rocky. He's getting his ass kicked. Nice. You <laughs> get my ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, there's the double feature: the Dirty Harry Magnum Force. Ah. If you're lucky, we'll do you, punk. punk. Yeah, gotta. Ugh, it's not a lot, I guess. Eh, all right. So I found out the answer to the uh, the V for Vendetta. Thing. Yes. All right. So here we go. originally, he was not V. It was a James Purefoy who had been had been selected to be V. Um, he pulled out four weeks into filming. So weaving reshot most of Pure Foy scenes as V, even though his face is never seen apart from a, and apart from a couple, or, uh, apart from a couple minor dialogue-free scenes early in the film. So uh, in a couple of the scenes, it's oh, actually okay. James Pure Foy, and then David Leach performed the stunts. Okay, and okay. I think I. I I was doing a little bit of googling. I think he is famous for doing stunts somewhere else too. So he's a fall guy. But I'm bummed. He made Eastwood look so fine. Uh, bu- 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 bu. Okay, so he did uh, Born Legacy, but he was uncredited for that. Um, he's a stunt coordinator on a few films: Jupiter Ascending, which is in post production; Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters. Uh, in time, Bar- uh, Conan the Barbarian, All and right. he was the action coordinator for X Men Origins Wolverine. Okay, yeah, he's, right. he's been in a lot of movies doing stunts. Well, stunt men usually do. They're they're the unsung heroes. Mm-hmm. I mean, nowadays a lot. I mean, even with digital technology, even if the actor is let's say leaping off a tall building. They have a guy, if they don't do it in a big green room with the guys strapped to cords, yeah. if they need, like, a live stunt, yeah. they'll probably just need to superimpose a guy's head on top of him. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I still think there's work for oh, yeah. stuntmen. Yeah. All right, Ed, what is, what's uh, what's coming out in video games? For video games. Again, another light week. Yes. Lego the Hobbit by Warner Games is coming out for just the Wii U. That's it's, because... It's already been out for every other system. So Wii U's finally catching up. Yeah, it came out this, the uh, the other systems came out the day the Hobbit movie came out. Right, it was a couple weeks ago. Yes. All right, and uh, Dark Source Two: The Online Code by DVH Nimco Bandai for PC well, download. I could tell you don't play video games. That's right, because it's DVG. It's Namco Bandai. To Nam- Namco Bandai Bandai is the name of the company. Yes, Bandaid. No, but the PC, it's the PC downloads for those people who haven't you know, already bought it for the console, mm-hmm. PS3, or, you know, everyone, you have all your PC elitists going, that's where the game's going to be made, the play it's going to look awesome, and I'm like, I played the game, it kind of sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, okay, I'll be honest, um, 
I'm okay. I played it. And we mentioned about this on the show. Like, mm. there's that constant, like, oh, look, here, I get 10 feet. I'm dead. Fuck you. Let me go back. <laughs> oh, I made it 15 feet. Five feet further. Dead. Ugh. You know, I just, that, that, re- re- I don't mind dying in games if I feel like I earned my death. Right. You know, this one just seems to be like you're just killing for killing's sake. I'm like, fuck you. I'm tired. Like, <laughs> all right, what else? Uh, Demon Game for PlayStation Vita by Atlas. You mean Demon Gaze? That's what I said, didn't I? No, you said Demon Game. <laughs> Actually, you said Demon Day. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. Uh, anyway. I thought I said Demon Gaze, but all right. So it's Demon Gaze by for the PS Vita for by Atlas. Yeah, I. Uh, Something you play? Um, I have a few Vita games, mm-hmm. but I don't really think. Uh, let me see if I can call up a. A description of the game. It's a dungeon RPG progress system. Uh, conquer locations within dungeons to access better items and to draw out the boss. HD character and monster illustrations. Experience highly detailed and illustrated art like you've never seen before on the PS Vita OLED screen. Customizable player party creation. More than 90 different character portraits. Eight different races and eight different classics uh, classes. And create your ideal adventuring party and to dive fearlessly into various beautiful 3D dungeons. <laughs> I'm looking at some screenshots. I am not impressed. It's like, eh, alright. It looks like every other top-down RPG that I play with Japanese animation thrown in just for fun. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm sure it'd probably be a great game. But if it's just, it's not my bag, baby. Not my bag, baby. <laughs> um, also, too, it looks like Putty Squad's coming out. That's that was my next game. Yeah. Okay. For the PS Vita, another one for, and that's by Maximum Games. That came out on uh, that, that actually again one of those move, one of those games that came out for the Vita, um, v- PS Vita, yeah. Um, that's been out for the regular consoles. So I was right. Now yeah. just catching up with the uh, yeah. Handheld. And then there's um, I don't Trials know. Fusion, all three of them. <laughs> well, okay, let's he, again not being a gamer. This, oh, okay, these are... I'm sorry. There's a standard. There's a deluxe and a season pass. Yeah, but, by Ubisoft. Right, but what I was getting PC. at, there's they're all downloads. They're not, they're not physical games. Games, right? You would go onto your like PlayStation Network or your Xbox Live mm-hmm. or your P, like your Steam account, your PC, and that's how you order it. It looked like an okay game. I've I've seen you know it played. It's one of those, like, hey, I'm a motorcycle. I'm going to jump this. Yay. So it's kind of like an X Games or... Uh, well, not really. I, um, or hyped up X, Excite Bike. I, I've, bike. Pl- I've played something like that before where you you have, like, a almost like an obstacle course. Mm-hmm. And you start and you have to kind of... You can either take one way or another way or you have to hit something to kind of do something. It's like... Eh. Right. I think that what, what really people liked about it was the, the body physics... Like, if you fell off your bike, you ragdoll, like how you would, Ooh, you know, it was yeah. like, all right. I mean, they've been doing that ragdoll animation for decades, but all right, you know, good for you, you know. Um, okay. <laughs> Guys, it's just been a, it's a sucky week for releases. Yes. Um, I'm looking at next week, and okay, I can see uh, at least one game I'm getting. Is it Cooking Mama? <laughs> No. It's Gardening Mama 2. Okay. okay. <laughs> I couldn't see it from here. I just saw the face. It was. Oh, this one? Yeah. It's Gardening Mama. I'm actually kind of. I didn't know this one, but I guess we'll talk about it next week. All right. Uh, the Darksiders Collection. Mm-hmm. Rambo the Video Game. Wow. Oh. Really? 
Really? <laughs> really? It's about time. I... It's been how long? Okay. Well, you came out the, the Rambo, uh, was it uh, four years ago, five years ago? I don't think it's, I, I think it's like goes back to the beginning in the 80s. Oh, jeez. Like, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm looking at it now. <laughs> this um, is next week, folks. Don't, uh, don't look, try to look for this on Tuesday because you won't find it. This yeah, it's going to be released April 29th. Um, oh, wow. It's 15 levels of action based on the movie series. All right. So you, maybe you get to win this time. <laughs> yeah, I drew first. I didn't draw first blood. I drew first blood. Who? What are you? I'm your worst nightmare. <laughs> and after he stabs a guy in the neck, <laughs> I didn't draw first blood. You drew first blood. What? I didn't draw first blood. You drew first blood. Relentless. <laughs> now, if you go back and watch the original First Blood, <laughs> yeah. David Caruso's in it. Is he? Yeah, he's one of the cops that beats him up and he, uh, you know, hoses him down. He's one of oh, the... Oh, right, 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 okay. It's a good cast. I, I was like, hey, it's David Caruso. Yeah. Hey, you know. Like, yeah, you get to see a bare-ass, you know, Rambo. You get hosed down for lice. With the, you know, the, what do you call it? The fire hose. The fire hose. And next come up, ladies and gentlemen, at the hip-hop club. Huh. Our fire, resident fireman with the hose of love. <laughs> Let's get those fire. I know that fire's in those panties, lady. Let's get those dollars out and get that Saturn running. Yeah, that's right. You know what time it is. It's time for the fireman. <laughs> Now we know what Sean does when he's not here. Yeah, that's my side gig. Or I would, he's or a at a strip club. I exactly. would love to be a DJ at a strip club. I know you would. I just, I mean, just for the sheer fact. Ladies and gentlemen, coming up the stage, it's Mandy. Get your hands together for Mandy. <laughs> She's available for lap dances after her set. Go up and say hi. Next up, Jasmine. <laughs> Jasmine, two away. Jasmine, two away. That's, you know, saying, hey, Jasmine, get ready. In two songs, you're up. (laughs) 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 Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. It's time for the midnight rally of girls, 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 girls. Pick your favorite, and they all come running around. I always dreamed of owning my own strip joint. Yeah, no, you told me that story. <laughs> yeah, tell Ark of that story. Huh? Yeah, you never. Told I've me. never told you my no. idea for a strip joint. No. You know it's perfect since you know it's Easter time. I figured why not? You know, sure. It's my, Easter time. Let's talk about strippers. Um, my idea was try to. I mean, and I know I'm going to hell for this. My buying an old church. Okay. Like one of those Gothic church stone mm-hmm. and stuff. Gut it out. Mm-hmm. That's my strip joint. Put a bar in there, a bar mm-hmm. like a. It's, the cross out in the front becomes a neon sign that's called Original Sin. Original going down and using that eye for an original to print out sin. Mm-hmm. By the way, Sean owns this idea. Is so anybody taking this idea? Fuck you, it's mine. As of <laughs> um, April 19th, 2014. So if any strip joint ever comes out, uh, that looks like this, I'm suing your asses. 
And so you got the original sin purple neon cross, right? You go in, purple neon like bar mm-hmm. that's around, it's shaped like a cross. You know, there's we call it in each each kind of point of the you know like the sides and the front and the bottom mm-hmm. of the cross stages so the girls can dance. Mm-hmm. The bar goes all the way around, so you no matter you have like two or three or maybe like four bartenders mm-hmm. working their little section. Mm-hmm. Girls, after you get done, they walk around the bar. Hey, thank you for your dolly. Live band. Mm-hmm. We're on a live band off in the corner. Okay. With stripper books. You don't really see live bands at strip no, joints. I've never seen a live band at a strip joint. And I, I think part of it is like, oh, because you know one of the strippers banging the, the drummer or whatever. Like, Who cares? As long as they're good. Yeah, I mean, how I mean, like a, a double-decker kind of stage mm-hmm. where you can have the girls dance above them mm-hmm. and poles on the side while the and the band's got to play. stage? No, no. That would be awesome. What's? I'm sorry, I missed it. What? A clear stage. Hmm. Like you could you could sit underneath and just watch. No, because no. no, no, because you're going to be working the pole. So there's not yeah, really. They could be doing other stuff. Eh, I you don't could, know. You could have you could have a clear stage where they're they're. I don't know. I got to think this I, one I'll out. Make a, I'll make a deal. When you come up with your own idea for a strip joint, you can All use right, a clear. Fine. Just, you can, you you can keep use... talking then. I'm talking like the big stage, band, mm-hmm. right over them is like a little balcony where the girls dance, or they come mm-hmm. down the stairs okay. and dance in the poles on the stage with the live band. Mm-hmm. You know, no fireworks, but the band has to play like cover. Because we don't want to burn it down. No, but the band has to be really relevant to cover tunes. I don't want a, in a band that plays an original music. Mm-hmm. Eh, go to another bar that plays. Look, we'll have original music night at another bar. Yeah, yeah. But a good cover band that plays all the stripper classics, mm-hmm. like Girls, 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 you know, like pure 80s rock and roll music. Yeah. Yeah, if they want to be a hair band, fine, whatever. Like, yeah, I would never have Mini Kiss playing. Yeah. But I would have, like, you know... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would definitely have, like, a, a Motley Crue cover band. Yeah. Or, like, it may be, like, every night, but a different, like, the Ozzy, the Black Sabbath cover band, mm-hmm. the Motley Crue cover band, or the David Lee Roth cover band. You know, just, you know, the the the, the party music. Yeah. You know, and then every once in a while, the band when the band takes a break, you know, they'll, go, they'll do three sets like a normal band. Mm-hmm. And during then, that's when they'll play like regular club music or whatever. Like ever, the strippers are always working, always working. Nice. Mm. Then the lap dance rooms, mm-hmm. confessionals. They look like confessional oh, rooms. I like that idea. You know, you go in, you got the big curtain, boom. But give me sister, because I have sinned. If not, I'm about to in about three minutes. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever, let me ask you this. Have you ever been in a confessional? I've seen them, but I've seen the inside of a couple. I've never actually physically been in one. Because I'm, growing up Catholic, I've been in quite a few confessionals. (laughs) Not surprised. Um... You know, it would be cool, too, is if, if you had, like, a peep show area. Because the, the way that the... Okay, the way that the confessionals were set up, at least in my church, is you had the box that the priest sat in. And then there were, like... You could either keep the, the curtain closed or you could open it so that, you know, you could have a face-to-face with the priest. Mm-hmm. So if you turn the priest box into uh... where the person goes to sit and you have dancers on either side. Uh, okay. Okay. I mean, if it's like a peep show type deal. Well, see, no, I'm thinking about like, you know, it's, it looks like, because I know there's two sides to the confessional mm-hmm. where, you know, like one the person goes in, the other yeah. one, that's where the father's at. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking like just that first area. Mm-hmm. So the uh, big velvet red carpet or your know, red velvet curtain. curtain. Yeah. You know, and that they they can close and mm-hmm. you get your, get your groove on yeah. kind of thing. 
the, the booth neck, and then like instead of having where the priest would be, it'd be another sofa, another couch mm-hmm. for like another patron. Yeah. Like, and there, but there'd be no like sliding glass doors, so you can go. Whoosh. So, what do you think of this lap dance? Like, no, 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 like, <laughs> none of that. I, and the peep show thing is a good idea, but the problem I have is like if I'm if I'm peeping a show, I don't want to see other people looking at me. Well, no, you wouldn't. Oh, so it would just be kind of like would, a one-on-one yeah, private. Yeah, it would be like one person sitting in the middle. And then two strippers on either side, so you could like go back and forth. Uh, or you could even it just seems, have it on one side. Yeah, too. it would have to be because most most confessionals are for two people: patron, sinner, and priest. I guess there were a lot of sinners in my. Uh, no, there was, we had two sided. There was two sided. It was the priest was in the middle and either side. Oh, so yeah, you got the looker. You got, the priest got to spin around, going, oh, "Okay, you know, three Hail Marys, you're out of here." And then turn around, yeah, and go slide the door, slide the door, and, and, and slide and, the next door on the other side. Oh, go, so you think? You no, know it was great. Is when you would go in, you would overhear somebody else's confession. That was awesome. See, so okay, so you're saying that the pa- the patrons taking the role of the priest, yeah. where the two girls are the sinners. <laughs> yes. See, no, I had it the app the other way, wow. where you're the sinner <laughs> mm-hmm. going into the booth mm-hmm. and the Pre, the, the, the priestesses are the strippers. Oh, you know what? In that case, what you can Letting do, you confess their sins to so them. So you have the patrons on either side, and the doors would be timed so that they close. They open and close. No, that's way person. too complicated. Because when, when you go in that I back... Like the idea. Again, make your own. Because <laughs> when you're back there, you know, it's that you want to you have that intimacy moment where, like... You know, the girl you have you're touching the girl, not dirty, but just like mm-hmm. your hands are on her hips, or yeah. or you know you get the girl going. You can touch me anywhere, and you you know you can squeeze your boobs while you're going honk honk. You know, six hail marys, hail mary, hail mary. <laughs> <laughs> you know, while you're making that noise, exactly. And yes. uh, so that's kind of, and then at twelve o'clock, it's what do you call it? It's the brand new day. It's the they all come dressed as they all come down the stairs. Dressed like nuns, and then whoosh, rip off the habit, and they're in bikinis. <laughs> Did I take it too far? <laughs> like the sexy nun. As long as they keep the habits on. Well, it is a bad habit to break. <laughs> God, ladies and gentlemen, sins and cinnarettes. It's time to get on your knees and pray. <laughs> For the girls of original sin. Girls, girls. They come down with the Enigma music, you know. <laughs> and then at some point, you just scratch the needle across the record and... Girls, nuns, nuns, nuns. <laughs> Kneeling down at St. Christopher's. Nuns, nuns, nuns. Giving props to the man upstairs. <laughs> That's <I'm> you. In... <laughs> what? That's you in the office upstairs. <laughs> yeah, it's me going. <laughs> I'll be there. No, you can't have a day off. Work that ass. Come in my big fur jacket and my big pimp shoes. Daddy wants to get paid. <laughs> Bitch, better have my money. <laughs> <laughs> now we've been sidetracked enough. Didn't you say you had a uh, video game review? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> sorry, I had visions of strippers dancing in my head. Um, I'm kind of ashamed to admit it that I picked it up <laughs> after the last Final Fantasy. 
There's nothing you could be ashamed of. Um, Final Fantasy fourteen, A Realm Reborn. <laughs> <laughs> By the game, fuck you. Uh, well, you know what? Again, MMO. Here's 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 what did it for me. Why? It was the thirty day free trial for the subscription. Instead of shelling out the fifteen bucks, I got thirty days free, so I can at least play it free for a month to see if I actually want to get involved in it. And I can tell you right now, at the end of my thirty days, I'm trading it in. Mm. That's um, why you kept it a secret on Thursday. Well, no, like I guess because I wanted to, I wanted the natural reaction. I knew you were gonna laugh. I mean, but. Basically, <laughs> oh massive multiplayer online game. Yeah. Um, visually, it looks good. I gotta be honest. To me, MMOs play better on computer because okay. you can kind of like you can push the M button for your map. Here, I had to put like the square button, and, and to me, I need a, a better looking map when I can kind of zoom in on. Another thing is I, I don't like is you actually have to call up that map to kind of get an idea of where your goal is. Mm-hmm. Where on a lot of other MMO games, you can have the crosshair to tell you how many meters you are mm-hmm. or how many feet you are from it. Right. To at least kind of give you a general get a general idea of what direction you need to go to. Go into. A lot of, I mean, it was, it's, eh, like I said, it's, it's not bad. I mean, if you're into MMOs, I guess people are really into it. I, I just, um, again, it's, it visually it looks good. It's not as boring as, like, um, Final Fantasy X or 10 or 10 2. Mm hmm. Because, I mean, even though it's like a linear progression, still has the same numb, mind-numbingly boring soundtrack. <laughs> um, very little audio, kind of like um, not a lot of voiceover work. Okay. The ability, a couple of the nice abilities, though, is like, like even though if I start off as a gladiator, right. you can actually change your class during the game without any kind of penalty. Mm-hmm. Where, like, if I'm playing a fighter for a while, once I get to a certain level... I can actually switch over if I have the ability, mm-hmm. and I think everyone gets the ability. I can then kind of go, oh, look, I need to be a magic user. Hit a button, boom, a magic user now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, look, I'm now a paladin or, you know, or their version of, like, the apologist or, you know, the fighter, boxer guy. Right. The old-timey boxing name. The old-timey boxing. You know. <laughs> um, I started off, like, I, I made two characters. One character um, was a pugilist, a boxer. Mm-hmm. Chick made it look like Harley Quinn. You know, in fact, that was her name, Harley Quinzel, you know, because Harley Quinn was taken. So I was like, let me try Harley Quinzel, and it worked. I was like, yeah, yeah, all right, I'm Harley Quinzel. And then you get to pick what world you want to be, because, you know, what world meaning server. And then on that main server, there's, like, a smaller server, like, what world you want to start off in. Mm-hmm. So hers, I, I, to get the feel for it, I didn't really like playing her. Right. Because for her, you had to get in close. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm like, all right. I mean, the controls seem to be kind of a little tough, because... I'm going from what's usually a keyboard-driven you game, know, right. game to a controller, controller right. which you know relies heavily on a HUD. Like, oh, here's my map over here. Here's my compass. Here is, you know, like even on the compass, it doesn't give you any idea. It kind of gives you an icon where your goal is, mm-hmm. but it's a lot easier to use the map. But popping up that map now takes almost a quarter of your TV space. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm like, hey, I'm walking around, I'm walking around. Then I went to work, and I was like, I, I said, I, I got it. And everyone, of course, everyone there laughed, laughed at me after, because, yeah. too, because I notoriously hate MMOs. Yeah. But I'm always willing, I, as much as I dislike them, I'm always hoping I find one that'll change my mind. Because mm-hmm. I like to be open about it. So I'm not, 
as as stubborn as I can be, I'm also very open to trying new things. Okay. So like, so to me, I'm like, okay, just because I don't like this series doesn't mean there isn't going to be one for me. Right. Now, I haven't found it yet. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, the closest I think I've come was probably Guild Wars Two. But even then, it kind of made me kind of fall off a little bit because right. it's a computer game, and I'm not really on my computer a lot to play games. I'm on it to look at Facebook, do emails, and right. look at porn. You know, yeah. where I have the PS4, PS3, the Xbox. I'm more of a controller-based guy. Guy, right? So, you know, this one has some nice, like some nice qualities to it. Mm-hmm. The Leveling system's kind of easy. The fight kind of easy. Like, oh, I'm going to click and attack you. But then we were special moves. I had to hit, like, the R2 button, and then, like, another button corresponding to one of my special fight moves. I think, to me, is, like, I don't really feel like I have any true goals. Mm. I I guess, you know, I always feel like, like I struggle so hard with MMOs because... I want them to be great. I love the concept of it. You know, this whole giant open world where you can do anything and at any moment in time. But the problem is, because it's so open world, you kind of get lost going, I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. So you kind of like run around and go, oh, look, I'm over here. Or you you get to, you pick a quest that is way out of your league. Mm -hmm. Like I'm a level six gladder because i actually went back because the people at work even though they laughed they said well dude go into the world that we're in and you can kind of join our parties because what's nice about it is even though i'm lower level what <laughs> again i don't want to play with anybody else I, well i don't well, again because i'm also yeah, but, keep, but, at least at that point like he knows the other people so it's not like he's just yeah joining, it's not like, yeah. random people yeah. to me saying, hey. yeah it's, it's different because to me it's like i i know people going and they're inviting me it's not like me walking going, gosh, golly gee, guys, can I join your group? No, get out of here, kid. I know I'm only a level three and you guys are a level ten, but can you help a brother out? You know? <laughs> and then if I suck, I get these morons going, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. You know? At least with the people at work, you know, it was a couple of them. All right, they said, well, we're on this world. Look us up kind of thing. You can kind of join ours. I'm like, eh, all right, I'm going to... I do admit, though, probably in 30, not even 30 days, I'll probably trade it in before the 30 days are up, uh-huh. my subscription. And again, for th- for a 30-day free subscription, the game only costs 40 bucks, Okay. Which is $20 cheaper than, a standard than, a standard, than the standard game, and you're getting that month free. So I'm like, all right, you know what? How much is it after the free trial? It's uh, four, $15 a month. Okay. You know, again... If you have the if you have the fifteen dollars a month and you're really into that game, it's mm-hmm. great because it's only fifteen bucks. It's really, if I'm a smoker, that's two packs of smokes for me. Yeah, you know, I can give up smoking for two days. No, I can't. <laughs> you know, but to me, like, and so, I still though like because there's so much to do, and because it's an open world, I can walk. Once you get to like like right now, I think I'm a level seven gladiator because in order I. I couldn't switch over to this. I couldn't switch worlds. Once you pick a world, you're stuck with that world. Right. But you can create a new character and start off in a new world. So I started off in the world that my coworkers are in. Uh, I might try looking for them. Here's the problem, though. I, mean, I don't. When they signed up for that world, or when they went to the world, I don't think they realized that it's a European server. Okay. So which means is if I'm on it at ten o'clock in the morning, it's you know three o'clock in the afternoon in Europe because they're five hours ahead of us right. in some areas, some areas more. Yeah. 
I stick to the North American ones because I'm like, chances are, I'll you know, it's my town, it's my it's my zip code, my area code, or right. at least my country. Uh-huh. You know, I got no bigger. Hey, mate, are you like to join a mock crew? We'll go uh, smash some goblins' heads. What? Right? Right? right. Oi! <laughs> you know? <clears throat> oh man, I can't believe you did it. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I look at it this way. Number one, uh, I'm always well, I'm always open to new ideas. Yeah. Number two, it's good for the show. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm willing to put myself out there to be fun of for the good of the show. <laughs> if if I didn't have this show, I probably would never bought it. Right. And for forty bucks, to me, for a PS4 game, I think it's kind of worth it. Okay. You know, it's worth it because you get the thirty days. You can kind of judge. And what's also nice too is I don't have to use my credit card. Mm-hmm. I don't have to use my debit card. I can actually go into like a GameStop and buy um like kind of prepaid cards. Right. Where I can actually go in, type in, you know, my code, bing bing bing, there's twenty dollars to my account. Mm-hmm. So I can, you know, I can I can do it that way instead of having my credit card number on file. Or automatically charge every right. month and you're trying to cancel it and you yeah. forget and right. so you another can, month like, that you lost. So to me it's like, oh, all right. And then because it's fifteen dollars a month, the lowest one they have is like a twenty dollar card. But that extra five dollars can help purchase towards like gold, you know, mm-hmm. like in-game gold, so you can buy like better equipment and stuff like that. Uh, I'm not, I probably am never gonna get that far uh-huh. because to me the game's interesting and it's fun. I'm just now starting. Like, it's funny starting the second guy. I was kind of I was more focused on trying how to learn, yeah, and I was able to kind of like do more, and I actually feel like I'm actually growing. Plus, I also started in a different world where instead of being a pugilist, I became a marauder, which was like their version of a pirate. Right. So, like, my whole opening movie was different because I was on a ship versus in a carriage with my chick. Uh-huh. So, I was like, all right, you know, Logan Nightshade. <laughs> Logan Nightshade. <laughs> so, what he's playing, Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, Realm Reborn. <laughs> I'm in the chaos world. I mean, and in the chaos server. And the world is Odin. All right. But so there's another thing we're thinking, too. Is look they, for him. Yeah, look for me. But, and beat him up for me. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> like, uh, I'm getting bullied online. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I'll just make a new player and go to a completely different world. Because the concept of being on a European server is like, I can't make friends with him. You guys are five hours fucking ahead. Like, if, it's, if I'm playing, like, being a late night person, yeah. I'm either catching these people in the breakfast time or when they're going to bed. Mm. You know, I'm never going to be like, hey, after school, let's all hang out and party. Yeah. No, because their after school is like my lunchtime. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm saying after school, but like if anybody has like a nine to five job, they come home and they log in at 530. That's 1030 in the morning for me. Yeah. You know, yeah. No, five hours, you know, five hours. Yeah, I guess 10 hours, 10 o'clock. 230. 230. No, if it's five o'clock, they're 30. Five o'clock their time minus five hours. Oh, minus five hours is twelve o'clock. Yeah. So it's like twelve o'clock my time. Yeah. Uh, no. Like, hey, good day, mate. Just got done with my work, and I'm here going to chew up my my Final Fantasy fourteen. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. What? what? And he made fun of me for my southern accent. I make fun of all the accents. The hell was that? That was me, English, hey, governor. It was, my... it was like English Australian. Wait, you, what is it? The eighteen fifties? That's my over the top. Uh, may I have some more, sir? Please. That's the bad English accent. 
Obviously. It's my Austin Powers, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm just uh, all right. All right. All right. Stick with that one. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's me. All right. All right. All right. I don't. I see a bunch of lawbreakers up in here, <laughs> and I don't see a cop inside. <laughs> and that's why he needs to own his own <laughs> you want to touch his hair no 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 <laughs> <laughs> alright what do you say we take a break we come back we do some nerd news sounds good alright kids hang in tight we'll be right back and we're back yay hey folks how you doing alright um, so that was part two mm-hmm. um not much to say after that. I mean, yeah. it's all kind of right there and right up there. Hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did doing it. <laughs> God, I hate that phrase. I really do. Ugh. You know what I hate? What? The smell coming of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I hate. That's right, folks. A little behind the scenes before we went on. I was like, oh. <laughs> Hello. He's playing with the mic, making a noise. And then he actually stops making that noise to fart. And he's like, camouflage. <laughs> See what you missed, Eric. I wonder. I, I, I wonder, like, if people get turned off by that. I mean, just the idea. No, I just farted on air. Like, <laughs> like, oh, come on, man. The show is going great. And he had to go fucking bust ass. <laughs> I'm totally out of the show now. Fucking perverts, <laughs> douchebag. We talk about we talk about dick jokes. You're thinking people are turned off by you farting. Sexual humor is is part of like I think every day. It's it's water cooler talk. It's trash talk. You know, and I do think like you know in part three, folks, to give you a little teaser, we actually have a physicist call in. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> You're thinking, what the fuck happened to this show? <laughs> Make it all intellectual? No. We. we well, let me put it this way. Uh, it was. Erica, no new person, who's a, an actual physicist, and we had some questions about some one of the news articles, and he called in. I think that's a valued resource that we could tap in with some of our tech news, yeah, some of our science news. I think uh, we might have like you know him calling in more often. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know, a guy can roll with the punches. I like that in a guy. Yeah, you know, if you're gonna call in, be prepared. You know. Just say. Okay. <laughs> it's like he just nodded his head. Yeah, yeah visual media, rare Ed. We're on the we're on microphones. They can't see. He's going. Yes. <laughs> True. But um, if you want to listen to us live, you can on Sunday nights from seven to ten p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, Tune In, and iHeartRadio. So search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. And if you're catching us on the flip side, go to our Geeksters page and like us. Or you can go to our Words with Geeks webpage and download the latest and past episodes of our show. Also, future episodes when they are available. That's right. And also, don't forget, if if you're not sure or if you can't hear us on those pages, go to our Where You Can Catch Us page. and our Where to find us, yep. Where to find us. And you can download us from one of those easily linkable spots. Yes. You know? like, I, I hate when I hate when you hit like a link to something and it's a dead link. I fucking hate that. I hate it. 
I always check our links. Just click, click, click. Oh, look, here we are. Yay. Yeah, I make sure. So, okay, kids, we'll, uh, we'll you know, tune in for part three. If you want to contact Sean on anything we've talked about, you can contact at Sean at wordsweekgeeks.com. Or you can contact Ed at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at Erica at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's Erica with a K. And we'll see you next episode. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.